98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Tig. As you know, I'm a bit of an inventor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An innovator. Yeah. What, why are you saying it like that? Well, you, you say things on the radio where you came up with an idea, but you never follow through. You never go to a patent office or anything like that. I'm the idea guy. Okay. You're the guy that follows through. Okay. All right. Well, what is it today? Then? I've got a brilliant idea. All I right. want this to almost be like we're on Shark's Tank. You will be the sharks. I will then pitch this idea. Uh, let me tell you right now, Tig, this is a million-dollar idea. Okay. You value Hands it down. at a million dollars. I value it Evaluation. at that. Yes. Okay. I, was, I met a pregnant woman recently. She's with child. And I said to her, I bet you get tired of talking about being pregnant. I bet you get asked the same questions over and over again. And she said, yes, yes, I do. Pregnancy T-shirt. What this is, Ty, it's a pregnancy T-shirt you wear when you're pregnant, and it just, on the shirt, answers all the questions. And what would the answers be like? Um, Uh, We would say something like, 28 weeks along. No, because then you'd have to get a new T-shirt every week. Oh, I see. I'm due September 15th. It's a boy. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> what about how are you feeling? I feel good. I'm a little sick in the morning. Right. Just get those three things. Just get them out of the way. You're going to get asked these questions over and over again if you're pregnant. You just point to the T-shirt. You know what? I got to say that I like this idea because remember that time I broke my collarbone yeah. and I had to be in a sling? for I mean, it was a long time, like six months or something. And uh, everywhere I went, hey, man, what happened, bro? And you were the one who said on the, the little cast, I should just put like a little sign. It says... Road bird scooter, healing okay, never riding bird scooter again. Yeah. I thought, uh, that's my, my first thing that I even pitched the idea to her. I was like, should you do an index card that says, you know, that answers all these questions? Nobody wants to carry around a bunch of index cards, so just put it right on the shirt. Your Not due a- date, the sex of the baby, and are you excited? She said that she said that was the most annoying question when you're pregnant. People ask. Are you excited? Are you excited? <laughs> okay. I guess, um... Due date, sex to the baby, pregnancy craving. Mm-hmm. What else would you put on there? Feet hurt. Feet hurt. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I think sometimes the feet hurt because of the added weight of the, the child. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't be in charge of these T-shirts. But I think this thing would sell, don't you think? I don't think it's a bad idea at all. I don't know. Would, uh, maybe we can take calls. Maybe some ladies out there. Would you have appreciated a pregnancy T-shirt? To answer all the questions, I mean, it is very nice that people care and they're curious, but that's your whole life for nine months, you know? Uh, Give us a call, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Before I invest, I need to know if people would be interested in this, Daniel, to be honest. Of course they would. You do a little survey, research. Why why would they not? 918-879-9898. Ladies, uh, would you have worn a pregnancy t-shirt with all the answers to the common questions you get asked? When you're with child, 918-879-9898. It's the bull. But I, what I want to know, Daniel, is uh, should I invest with you on your latest invention? And I got to say, I like this so far. But I'd like the feedback from the ladies this morning. 918-879-9898. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. And your invention, Daniel, is I think it's pretty brilliant, it to is, be honest. Usually I like to uh, tell you how dumb you are and stuff, but this is all right. 100% brilliant. The idea, it's called the Pregnancy T-Shirt. 
if you're a pregnant lady, you get asked probably a, the same questions over and over and over again. You probably get tired of answering the questions. I say you wear a pregnancy T-shirt. And on the T-shirt, it just answers all the questions before they ask. It says, I'm due at this particular date. It says, uh, the sex of the baby. It's going to be a boy. Yeah. And I hear the most annoying question that pregnant ladies get asked is, are you excited? And the T-shirt would just say right on the T-shirt, it would say, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I like this idea. Um but I would like to hear from some folks that are maybe with child right now. Maybe have been with child. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Ladies, would it have been convenient for you to have worn a shirt that answered all the common questions you get when people believe that you are pregnant? 918-879-9898. Hey, good morning. It's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Jamie from Kachisa, Oklahoma. So what do you think about Daniel's T-shirt idea that answers all the commonly asked questions about you when you have a baby? I am sitting in the car smiling from ear to ear because I would totally wear this shirt. All right. How much do you want to buy one for? We'll make one up for you. Uh, maybe $10. What uh, questions are you being asked over and over again? Well, when I was pregnant with my first child, I kept getting asked, you know, how far along are you? Um, are you excited? What's the baby's name? Um, like, what's the gender? Like, all of those questions that you literally just said, I would, like, literally buy a shirt for my next pregnancy. <laughs> I, I didn't, I wasn't aware of this, Ty, but apparently the most annoying question you can ask a pregnant lady is, are you excited? Oh, yeah. And what a dumb Definitely. question. What, what do they think you were going to say? Like, nah, I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you say when people ask you that over and over again? I'm definitely excited because if I wasn't excited, you know, then what's the point of having a child? Right. Uh, did people uh, try to touch your belly and all that? I, when I was pregnant, yes, I had several people try and touch my belly. I, I can't even imagine that. I mean, you don't walk up touching people ever, much less. Is it no. dudes or is it mostly other moms and things? Yeah. It's not dudes. Mm, no, most of the time it's just women, uh, but, you know, I get various ages when I was pregnant that would, like, come up and, like, oh, my gosh, are you excited? And how far along are you? Also, and just like, oh, can I touch your belly? So we could and add on the, uh, the bottom ages. of it, say, don't touch. Hands off. <laughs> Hands off. We Hands could just put that on the shirt, be, too. That might be nice. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 you know, the baby's due September 10th. I'm feeling fine. Yes, I'm excited. Hands off. Yeah, get your dirty hands off me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so like on the show Shark Tank, Daniel, this is where I submit to you what I would like to do. You say it's a million-dollar valuation. I think so, yeah. And I just did the math. She said 10 bucks for a shirt mm -hmm. she would pay. That's 100,000 shirts. Well, 100,000 people get pregnant every day in this country. I say four people will buy it, and that is a valuation of $40. <laughs> I'll give you... Uh, I'll give you 30 bucks for 98% of the company. All right, I'll take it. Done deal. <laughs> that was easy. That sounds good, but I can't tell it's because you're in it or not. When you find out your kids like something, you try to, um, you know, you try to help them along if they have an interest. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country, and uh, my little son is obsessed with airplanes. So today, Daniel, I don't know if you agree with this or not, I'm going to take him on an airplane ride. This afternoon out of the uh, Riverside Airport. I don't like that. What do you mean you don't like it? I don't it? like it. What do you mean you don't well, like that's it? Well, that's your son. That's my godson. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't want him up in a plane. 
What do you mean you don't want him in a plane? He he uh, he flies to see your dad sometimes. Well, he, might, yeah, he flies on a commercial airliner. Yeah. Uh, this is just you, uh, some other guy, and him. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't think some I like guy. it. Yeah. I don't know. You know, um, my family's very excited about this because uh, everybody knows that I, there's something wrong with me. And my wife years ago says you need a hobby, and she chose golf for me. And you know, I'm terrible at that. And now everybody's kind of like, Tiger, you need to get back in flying because I used to fly when I was younger as my job. But I stopped for a long time. It's an expensive hobby. And then you have a kid and then you're moving. And so I, I haven't done it. I do love flying. I love, I get on YouTube, Daniel, and I watch planes landing and things. Like that's how much Fair I enough. messed up. That's great. But who, who are you going to be flying with today? So um, technically, I, I uh, still, I am not current, as they would say. Yeah. Uh, you have to keep a currency up, kind of like your driver's license. And even though I was a pilot, I'm not current now, so I didn't. I can't take them up by myself yet. I got to kind of get recertified, and so I've hired an instructor who would just take us on a joyride. Okay, who is that guy? I, I don't want to say his name on the radio. It's a private individual. Do you but know him? Like, do you like who is this guy? No, this, is this a crazy? Do you person? know the surgeon that gives you heart surgery? I mean, I hired a guy who's certified to fly a plane and teach people. So I, I say he, he's probably good enough, right? Okay, let me just ask you this. This mm -hmm. guy that's taking you up, this instructor, did you, did you vet him? Did you go to his Facebook page? Did you did you look into him at all? I don't know. I didn't stalk him on Facebook or Come anything. Come on, man. You can't, you can't, you <laughs> yeah, can't just get crazy? the plane with somebody you don't know. <laughs> that's actually a good point. Now you got me super paranoid. Did you watch the show uh, growing up called The A-Team? I know it. Don't remember a lot about it. Well, in the A-Team, there was a crazy guy on the A-Team. His name was Murdoch. Guess who they got to fly the plane? Murdoch. The crazy guy. They even said, hey, uh, we need to take a flight somewhere. We're going to have to break Murdoch out of the institution. <laughs> and this guy, Mr. T, was afraid to fly. Mm, oh, Mr. T. We know Mr. T. Yeah. yeah. And you know why he was afraid to fly? Because they got Murdoch to fly the plane wouldn't they have they would the say, drug mr t why are you scared why are you scared and he's like i ain't getting on no plane fool <laughs> and the reason why is because they broke murdoch out of the mental institution to fly them over the country i see and they would have to poison mr t every episode with like milk with like sedative in it so he'd fall asleep and they'd get him on the plane because he was afraid to fly mm -hmm. and i think after a few seasons that mr t would you know get on like l understand what's going on they're like hey I ain't getting on no plane, fool, but I will have a glass of milk. And he never caught on that the never glass of milk on, was yeah. a sedative. So I want to make sure you're not getting Murdoch to fly you guys. As far as I know, it's not. Um, but now I will do a little research and make sure. How have you not already? Didn't consider it. I mean, you see like on the website, oh, this guy's certified for this and that. Oh, that sounds good to me. Now, what if you get on this guy's Facebook page and he's depressed? He's like Edgar Allan Poe and you're not going to trust him, right? I might say uh, we got to. I might make up that I have an illness today or something. <laughs> I can't make it to the do airport. Do I have the power as Godfather to forbid him from flying with you? No, you do not. Because, uh, I, listen, I know, like, you're his dad. Nobody loves that child more than you and his mom. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you'd ever do anything to put, it, put him at risk. But I can't believe you didn't vet this guy. Maybe I will. Uh, but in the meantime, Daniel, we're going up this afternoon. We're going to buzz your little apartment complex no, over there. Yeah, can't Go wait to for the that, pool. Yeah. See you there. Now you got me all worried yeah, about nice it. Yeah, nice knowing you, Tiger. Thanks, man. Who knows who you're flying with? Justin Moore at 985 The Bull. Today's hot country. Kate Brown, welcome into Friday morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. We are Tig and Daniel. Uh, Daniel is obsessed right now with Wolfstock because you say you have invented the uh, best dog treat of all time. 
I say I've invented the greatest dog treat of all time. We've got a bakery in Jinx working on these as we speak. And I, I'm so consumed with this that yesterday, as I do every day, I take a nap. I'm basically like a koala bear, Tug. Every day I get off work, I go take a nap. Mm-hmm. And I don't take like a 15-minute like nap. I go to sleep, buddy. <laughs> I sleep so soundly that I dream during my naps. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I dreamt that I went to the bakery to pick up the dog treats. Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> okay, well, that totally doesn't relate to this, but that's fine. But I, but I dreamt that I went to pick up the dog treats, and I get there to pick them up, and they didn't have cheese in them. Now, my whole spiel for this dog treat is I invented an ingredient because dogs love cheese, and they love peanut butter. I invented cheenut butter, which is a combination of cheese and peanut butter, and I dreamt that I went to get the dog treats, and there was no cheese in them. <laughs> what a nightmare. You got some life, buddy. And I woke up yesterday 10 out of 10 angry. Because <laughs> in the in the dream, I went to the bakery, and the uh, lady there was, was like, you didn't ask for cheese. And I said, oh, no, no. I did ask for cheese, and I've been talking about this for a month on the air, and it doesn't have cheese in it. The whole bit's ruined. Mm-hmm. And I woke up furious, man. I woke up <laughs> furious. Almost had a heart attack. <laughs> he got some life when Everybody, well, they'll have a dream and they'll wake up angry, right? You ever do that? You wake up mad at your wife? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it happens. Absolutely. But your life is so much different than everybody else's. Like, not everybody gets to go home and take a nap every day. You don't have kids. You don't have a wife. And the nightmares that I have are a lot different than did they put cheese in a dog treat. <laughs> I mean, that's not a nightmare. That's it is a slight nightmare. inconvenience. Well, listen, I can't be on the radio here and say that we've invented the greatest dog treat of all time, mm -hmm. and then I get there, and it's not complete. What is going to happen? You've got this in, uh, in your head that this will be the greatest dog treat of all time because it includes the two I don't have it in my head, Ty. It's a matter of fact. What if you go to Wolfstock and it's a complete disaster? Won't it's be. A, it's a bomb. Impossible. 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 Are you prepared at least, in counseling they would tell you this, prepare for the worst. Have you mm -mm. at least prepared somewhat no. in case everybody hates the dog it's treat? It's not even, a, no, it's not even, an, uh, that's not even a, a thought that's entered my mind because it's the greatest dog treat of all time. What do you mean it wouldn't work? There's a lot of people that have had things... Uh, that they've invented or been really sold on, that it turned out they were wrong. And I think I, I'm you not a lot of people, Ty. If you have nightmares about this, you might have an actual mental, ch a, like a state that you might not be able to recover from if you're so convinced. When I was younger, I watched wrestling. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they would have a, whoever loses the match goes out of town and leaves. Let me tell you this right now, and you can record this. <laughs> If Tiger Daniel's greatest dog treat of all time doesn't work or is a flop, mm -hmm. I'll leave town. <laughs> You'll never hear from me again. I'm telling you. I, listen, that's how much okay. I believe in this dog treat. Wow, you really have put your heart and soul behind this for yeah. real. Okay, man. Well, we're so looking if, forward to Wolfstock. If it's a flop, mm -hmm. on Sunday, I'll pack up my car and I'll leave. Okay. And everybody's going to wonder what happens. Well, to in me. an effort to make sure it's not a total failure, when we're at Wolfstock and Jinx, come up to the 98.5 The Bull Tent, which Daniel will be under. And while you're there, ask for the greatest dog treat of all time. That's how you get this. We're not mm -hmm. selling them. We're giving them to you. But you have to come up and specifically ask for 
the greatest dog treat of all time at Wolfstock under a 98 Father Bull 10. Is that the way it works? How are we going to, yeah, I was going to say, how are we going to handle this? Because if you put any dog treat up there at all, people are going to come up and try to grab it. Yes. How are we going to keep the secret greatest dog treats of all time under wraps so that they're just not taken by anybody? If people come up and they don't say, I specifically request the greatest dog treat of all time at Wolfstock, then you give them the... We're going to get the, some the, decoy. The, yeah, decoy bone. Uh, <laughs> safe and all that. Decoy but, bone. But if you come up and you, it's kind of like one of those, it's like the secret menu at Arby's or something. Mm-hmm. And you're holding the these treats under the table in secrecy. But if somebody comes up and asks specifically, you will then reveal to them the greatest dog treat of all time. Is that basically what we're That's talking correct, about? That's correct, yes. Right, it will so change we'll, your dog's life and yours. We will see it at Wolfstock, we hope. And uh, we need to do this or else Daniel's going to quit. <laughs> if this thing flops, Ty, I'm... I'm Okay. I'm leaving. Okay. We'll see how it goes. In uh, nine minutes, we got the Tiger Daniel prize pack. Tiger Daniel wireless waterproof Bluetooth speaker and our jams and jellies on the way. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull and time for the 98.5 The Bull fight right now, Daniel. We pit two uh, listeners against each other and they will battle it out. And a game of trivia. And with us this morning on 98.5 The Bull, calling the Duval Plumbing Contest line, Angela in Tulsa. Good morning to you, Angela. Good morning. And uh, your rival today is Sierra out of Barnesville. Hey, Sierra. Hi. Daniel, what are we going to play today? Today, ladies, we have a trivia game called P Answers. All the answers to these trivia questions begin with the letter P. There could be only one victor, and I wish you both good luck. Thank you. Up first, Angela. Again, all the answers to these begin with the letter P. The first question for Angela. This parrot wanted a cracker. A parrot? This parrot wanted a cracker. And the answer begins with letter P. Um, is it Polly? Polly, Polly wants, a wants a cracker is correct. That was a close one, Tug. Yes. Pretty close. Up next, Sierra. Victoria Beckham's Spice Girl name. Posh. Posh Spice is correct. They are tied up, Tug. Yes, they are. The drama. Up next... Angela, this is a spinach eating strongman. What? A spinach eating strongman? That's right. It begins with the letter P. What is it? Popeye. Popeye is correct. Sierra, this was the supercontinent of the dinosaur age. I don't know that one. Ty, do you know that one? Is it Pangea? Pangea. And a big old goose egg for Sierra. Angela has taken the lead. Angela. (laughs) His bells made dogs salivate. His bells made dogs salivate. The answer begins with letter P. What is it? Uh, I don't. I don't know that one. Oh my word, Tug. Pavlov. 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 I can't even say it. 
Pavlov. Yes, it's Pavlov. That's a, a zero for Angela. So Sierra <laughs> can get back to a tie here if she gets this one right. This is Sierra's big chance. Sierra, this disease, as of 2021, was eradicated everywhere except for Afghanistan and Pakistan. A disease, as of 2021, that had been eradicated everywhere except Afghanistan and Pakistan. It begins with the letter P. What is it? God, I don't know either. Ty, do you know? Is it polio? Polio. Angela, this is the longest type of snake. A python. Python is correct. Sierra, this bird has eyes on its feathers. Peacock. Peacock is correct. I think there's no way for uh, Sierra to win. I think Angela has now defeated Sierra. Angela's in got three. The bullfight, yeah. Sierra's got two. So Should if we... Angela misses this question, Sierra could still tie it. So we're doing a um, tiebreaker here. They're not tied. Should we, we, we do more questions? How many questions do you want to do? How many have we done? Four. All right, one more. But I don't see any way for Sierra to win at this point. Uh, here we go. Um, if a this is Angela's question. Okay. If she misses it and Sierra gets it, it's a tie. So who are we at right now? We're at Angela right now. Angela, three, three two. this is the evil emperor of Star Wars. Oh, I... Got to have an answer. I don't know. I don't know. That was Star Wars. That is Palpatine. <laughs> Now, see, Sierra, it's her fifth question. If she gets this, it's a tie. Sierra, Miss Longstocking. Happy Longstocking. Okay, now we're tied. Oh. Tied up. You're, you're such a good quiz, quiz master. Well, I've got, I you got you. me all messed up. You don't know what's going on. All right, we got a tiebreaker here. Whoever is the first to answer will win today's 98-5 The Bull Fight. And take the Tiger Daniel prize pack. I'll ask the question. Whoever yells it out first wins. German word for tank. Whoa. <laughs> we have a tiebreaker for the hey, tiebreaker. Uh, who, who said who, who that? Said that? Angela. Angela, it is Panzer. And with that, you have won today's 98.5 The Bull Fight. Here. Now you have a dilemma. Angela, you can keep the prize for yourself, or if you have love in your heart this morning, you could give the prize to Sierra. It's totally up to you. <laughs> um, I'll let Sierra have it. <laughs> what? This is unheard wow. of. This is the first time ever in bullfight history that the winner has relinquished the prize. Well, well thank you. you. See, my boyfriend was on the radio two days ago, and he won. So. Oh, so they've already stocked up with Tiger Dental merchandise. <laughs> so that's nice. So, Angela. I just figured it would be the nicest thing to give it away. <laughs> what a Friday, oh, Ty. Just, what a Friday. Well, everybody's a winner. Morning and I always look 
to get on the radio, so I finally got it. Well, you've done it. You've won, and you've given the prize away, and uh, what a Friday. I never saw this happening, Doug. There's goodwill left in this country. So now Angela has relinquished the Tiger Daniel prize pack and the $1,000 gift card to Sierra. What? Well, thank you. No, no it, was, it was a joke. You I was going to say that. I, <laughs> it was a joke. I wanted to see how, if she would change her mind. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> a little miniature heart attack. And uh, if you guys want to hear yourself on the radio, we put it up on our podcast every single day. The Tig and Dana podcast, T-I-G-E and Dana, wherever you listen to your podcasts. about that? And uh, Sierra, everybody won today. Angela won the quiz. Sierra won the prize pack. We all won today, Tig. You guys hold the line. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Carolina, just like you always said we would. Bailey Zimmerman. It's 98.5 The Bull. Who's ready to get sensual? Say, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. All right, so we got... Well, uh, hold on. You don't, sound, you don't sound like you're very sensual this morning. It's your job to get me sensual. Okay. Well, I don't like that at all. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Follow us. Like us on Facebook. Tig and Daniel. T-I-G-E and Daniel there. We'll see your name pop up. Even send us a message if you'd like to hear your name on the radio right now with central shout-outs. Good morning, Daniel. Uh, good morning, Tig. Let's get right into it. A very sensual good morning to Pauletta... Foster Johnson, ooh, girl, is your name Ariel? Because we were mermaid for each other. Sensual mm. mm. good morning to Tamara Cotney. Sensual good morning to preferred cleaning services. Ooh, girl, you must be a, ha- a hairstyle from the 80s. Because I want you to be my permanent girlfriend. You know what, Ty? I'm never gonna dance again Guilty feet of God, no rhythm Though it's easy to pretend I know you're not a fool I know you're not a fool, Tracy Folk A sensual good morning To iHeartMedia Nashville Wait, they fired us once (laughs) Why would I give them a sensual uh, shout out? Essential shout out with John, girl. Essential good morning to Justin Moore. Ooh, girl. Your name must be Hines. Because I want to have a drink and catch up with you. <laughs> okay. Not bad, not bad. A very, I'm trying to get to the messages here. A very sensual good morning to April Schultz Jones. Ooh, girl. You must be coffee. Because I want to come to your Maxwell house. You know, like? Yeah. I'm, I'm never, never going to dance again. Guilty feet of God, no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool, Autumn Young. She just sent a message to says, Daniel, you should let me set you up on a date. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. With who? Sensual good morning to Renee Carlin. Ooh, girl. If I were a pizza chain, I'd be called Little Pleasers. Sensual good morning to Desiree Newland. Fabio Valverde. Ooh, girl. You must be the television station my grandma watches. Because I got my eye on you. All grandmas watch uh, that show, that Ion television station, which is like 24 hours a day of Matlock and CSI. Essential good morning to Liz Waltrip. Ooh, girl. 
You must be Travis Meyer, because we need to meet the urologist. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. And finally, a very sensual good morning to Matt Bennett. Ooh, girl. You must be dog food. Because I want you to pedigree to go out on a date with me. Pedigree? Yeah. Well, that's rough. What do you mean? <laughs> it's all right. Why don't you do a uh, dog food pickup line? What would you come up with? Let's see if you can do one off the spot. Uh, a dog food one? Yes. Um... I, the one I just thought of is too dirty. So can't what? Are you kidding? What yeah, is it? I can't say no, it. No, you no, can't say it. No. 95 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Oklahoma State had a win last night. A lot of points scored in that game, and there's another honor bestowed upon them. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Welcome into Did You See, where we take a look at what in the world's going on out there and right here in Tulsa, brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa. So last night, the uh, the Pokes are victorious, and also they have the honor of having the oldest college football player actively playing football right now. And, you know, I kind of feel sorry for this guy, Tom Hutton. He's a He's a punter. And this uh, from the telecast last night on FS1. And we get to see nearly middle-aged punter Tom Hutton. We believe him to be the oldest active FBS player. Oh, poor Tom, man. It's like they're not talking about his rise to uh, playing in one of the biggest arenas in the world. They're saying how old he is the whole time. What do you mean uh, he's not lucky? This is the luckiest guy on earth. He's 32, getting to play college football. Yeah, so apparently the guy uh, used to work at a paper mill. And I was like, I don't know if this paper mill business is, for, uh, is right for me. And so he uh, gets out of the paper mill, goes back to college. Mm -hmm. Daniel, not unlike your story, you worked at Dairy Queen for years upon years, and then you decided to go back to college. Yeah, man, I was uh, I was out at the dumpster one day, and I was throwing away garbage, and I said, hey, man, uh, got to be more to life than this. So, so I went you went back, back to school, to school and, and, yes. and got your degree. And so this guy, but they and all we night to see with us. nearly middle-aged hunter Tom Hutton. We believe him to be the oldest active FBS player. So good on him, man. I mean, he he did a little reset on his life. Said, I don't know if I want to do this with my life. And uh, he went back to school. He's been there since he's 28. So he spent four years as a backup to like 18 and 19-year-olds. And he, he did play a little bit before, but last night... Uh, you know, we got the national television audience, and the they could not miss a chance to tell you how old the guy was. Should I enroll into school, Tig, yes. and attempt to be the youngest, I mean, oldest college student in Oklahoma to be on a football team? Do you think there's a chance that Oklahoma or Oklahoma State would allow me to join the team? You'd have to get accepted to the university academically, right? Okay, I think I could. Okay. Um, and I don't, and then, you know, what do you mean accepted? You, well, you got to turn in your scores and stuff, right? Do you really? Or do you have to be like, hey, I got like four or $5,000 a semester I'll give to you? And they say, yeah, of course. No, there, there is an acceptance rate. They don't accept everybody who applies. So you got to meet the standards. So, right, they, so they turn people down that have money? They yes, want to go to school? They do. I bet they don't. Anyway, Wait, okay, look I it up apply for want. school. Okay, so you get in. Let's yes. say you get in. So now you're playing for the Pokes or something. Or okay. you're at school there. What's the name of the coach at the Pokes? Gundy. I don't know sports, but uh, I'll say, Mr. Gundy. Remember, he's the guy who said, I'm 40. I'm, I'm 40. A... I'm a man. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy. Complain to me. Yeah, right. so he can relate to me yeah, and my uh, age. He's already got an age thing. 
I go to him and I say, Mr. Gundy, it's been my dream to play college football. Can I join the team? What he would say is we have walk-ons. You know, we're not going to give you a scholarship, mm-hmm. but if you want to walk on, and I think that because uh, you're like 48 now or something. No, no, I'm 45. Okay, so the kids would love you because you'd probably be bringing on McDonald's and giving them advice about life and things like yeah, that. Yeah, give them like a quarter like their granddad. Like, and what's so, that behind your ear? So when one day Oklahoma State's playing like Ball State mm-hmm. and Oklahoma State's up 57 to 0 and the time is running out on the clock, it'd be like that movie Rudy where everybody's like, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. And then you could dra- uh, drag your geriatric butt out there. I'm doing it, man. Yeah. I got to do it. Okay. A story, this would make, this would, uh, they'd make a motion picture, possibly a television show based on my life if I were to do this. Do you think Mike Gundy would hire me? Hire you? Uh, I think that if you, if you are a good practicer and you are good for the team to practice against, then eventually... Uh, if they were killing some team, that they would probably put you in for a second. What string do you think I'd be on? The last. I don't know how many. There was actually a guy that was 55 that played for South Carolina State a few years ago That's in 2016. A lie. That's You're what kidding. 55? 55. So you need to age about a decade and then you could hold the record. All right. When, I, when I take the field tag and. Uh, Daniel. Daniel. All the glory is going to be great. Daniel. Uh, did you see but this? in that movie, didn't Rudy get all the girls? Did he? Yeah. I don't think he did. I don't think he get any girls. I don't think so. All right. Did you see this, Tig? A uh, Canadian news anchor during the middle of her news report swallowed a fly. Oh, my God. Now, listen. <laughs> we I work downstairs of News on 6. And if Craig Day or Lori Fulbright swallowed a fly, ratings through the roof. This lady, though, she swallows the fly and tries to act like it didn't happen. Oh, this one that actually did swallow yeah, the fly? Yeah, about to play the clip here. She tries to like, to move past it. Why, why do they pretend like it didn't happen? Why can't they just, like, that would be so entertaining it, to hear, like, somebody swallow a fly and then go, you know what, I just swallowed a fly. And uh, it was awful, as you could imagine. Like, But they have to continue like nothing happened. Why did they do that? And listen to her go. She's a real professional, buddy. I would have had to walk off set, but she just keeps going. A national emergency has been invoked. Has been invoked, but the weather in Pakistan, extreme weather, is alarming. Nitukarcha reports. I saw the fly flying around at the beginning of the news, and I was like, "Not today, fly!" And then the next thing I knew, it was just in my throat. Like, didn't even hit the teeth; just went straight. No, and you can't even see it in the video, which is so crazy. It was so sneaky, this fly. What she should have done was um, not like, and now we turned to so and so with a report. Why didn't she just go? You know what? My God, I just swallowed a fly. Like, she should have made a huge production, maybe even choked for the rest of the newscast. Is and like, anybody ah, going to change the channel? Mm-mm. No way. Mm-mm. No way that's going to happen. Listen, I'd love to see that at News on 6. I'd love to see Travis Meyer sneeze during the weather. <laughs> yeah, what did they do if they have to sneeze? I've never seen anybody sneeze on, on the television. newscast. How do they not sneeze for that 30 minutes? And sometimes I'll get like a sneezing fit where I sneeze like 30 times in a row. Could you imagine the ratings on that? If, I would just love it. Travis Meyer from News on 6 got up there doing the weather and just got into a sneezing fit. I could not tune away. Who would, t- who would turn the Nobody, channel during and that? And the world would turn. No. <laughs> and then, you know, at the end of the newscast, they all get together at the desk. Oh. And he's still doing that? Oh, my God. I would watch that. I would DVR that. Some people dream of world peace. I dream of two anchors in News on 6 getting sneezing fits at the same time. <laughs> That would be like winning the lottery yeah, to see that. That would be awesome. Uh, did you see this tag? 
a DoorDash driver leaves a customer a note after the DoorDash driver ate their food. A TikToker posted this video of the DoorDash delivery, which featured a bunch of food eaten and a note from the driver explaining. Uh, here is uh, the guy whose food was eaten explaining. Here I am ordering some wing stop. In my bag, I get this. Now, I know you noticed the fries gone. My drink to the top and everything intact. But again, my fries gone and a damn note in it. Open up the wings. The wings is damn eight, y'all. The damn note reads, I'm sorry I ate your food. I'm broke and hungry. Consider it like you're paying it forward. Be blessed. I think that's got to be fake, right? Nobody would... Like if eat you were the gonna food? who well first off and then leave the, a note come if on, the driver fake. ate the food why would he even bother delivering it after right. that that doesn't make any sense no sense at all I sometimes get Uber Eats tag and now with Uber if you uh, you can see the person's profile mm-hmm. and I ordered Papa John's one day and then I saw the delivery driver's favorite food was pizza <laughs> and I thought oh how Uh-oh. cruel this poor lady's got to ride in the car with her favorite food. And bring it all the way to my house. Honestly, if you were uh, used to deliver pizzas earlier in your life. I did deliver pizzas If you for were while, delivering yeah. Uber Eats and you went to McDonald's, are you going to take a fry? Like, they wouldn't notice a fry gone. Listen, I've worked at restaurants all my life. I worked at Dairy Queen. I worked at Papa John's. Never once did I eat or touch anybody's food or do anything, like, hinky. So this idea that people spit in your food if uh, you're being abrasive with them, you never saw that happen. I never. Well, I saw it one time happen. This lady named Shannon Ringel. Was making a pizza. You don't have to say her whole name. I don't care. I, she was making this pizza in my hometown of Alabama, and her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. Oh boy! Came in and ordered a pizza. Hey. Shannon Ringel spit right in it. Oh my goodness! But then she put it through the oven, which the I imagine. Scorn of a woman. Yeah, but listen, if you got an ex that works at a place, don't don't you don't order from that place, yeah, man. Yeah, that's kind of on you. <laughs> you right? Can't expect it to go well. And not only if you have an ex, but if you have a uh, uh, ex's girlfriend that works at a place. Mm-hmm. Don't go there. Bad news. But that's the only Bad time news. ever in my whole life that I've seen that. You never worked at a restaurant, did you? No, I always worked at grocery stores pushing carts and things like that. So uh, I was always curious about that. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the insight on that. I feel better about yeah, compl- man, complaining. Yeah, if you work now. at a restaurant, there's kind of like a, and it's hard to believe, but there's kind of like a code. Like you, you respect people's food. And, and even, even if to they're this, terrible. Even to this day, like, man, you good friends, I would mess with your food no matter what. We do have, we that have rule. A, like a truce that Nobody, we have with each other. Yeah. That's exactly right. I'm glad we have that. It's 833 at 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. This is 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Daniel, on a Friday. Uh, Tig, earlier today we did a little version of uh, Shark's Tank. I pitched an idea to you, mm-hmm. and the idea was a pregnancy T-shirt. It's a uh, T-shirt that just goes ahead and answers all the questions that a pregnant lady is going to be asked. Did you think it uh, might be annoying to hear the same questions over and over? When do you do? How are you feeling? Are you sick in the morning? And they, they must get tired of that question. Right. So you print up a shirt with all the answers already just on it. They wear a shirt. All the answers that you could be possibly asked are right there on the shirt. The due date. The sex of the baby. This is your invention. Yes. Maybe the name you're thinking about. And the end, it'll say, yes, I'm excited. What do you think about this idea? 
You know, I, I would love to give you crap about it because that's, you know, kind of what we do to each other, but it's actually not a bad idea because I told you I was in a kind of a cast once or something and people are like, oh, what happened? And I wish I had, you had the idea. Put a sign on your, your arm so that you don't have to sit there and answer these questions all day. All right. So I mentioned this earlier. I pitched the idea to you. You thought it was a good idea. People that listen to this show thought it was a good idea. A guy named Brian reached out to me already on Instagram. He writes, love the pregnancy t-shirt idea. My fiance runs a small custom t-shirt business locally. 90% of her sales are to pregnant mothers. I think you guys could partner up and get some t-shirts sold. All proceeds would, of course, go to charity. I don't know about the charity thing. <laughs> This is this is your Shark Tank idea. Yeah, I, mean, for you. I would like the money. But the name of the place is Kind Designs, K-Y-N-D. Check it out on Facebook. I think what we need to do, Tig, is to get these people to create a prototype T-shirt. We'll have a pregnant lady wear it for do a week. Do we know anybody with child? I don't. I don't think so. Do you know anybody right now with uh, child? The ones we know just had them. Yeah. We missed our opportunity with two people that worked here. Somebody needs to, maybe somebody will also, because of this, just to wear the T-shirt, you know. They may not have wanted more kids, but they want to wear this T-shirt. No, you'd like a lady to get pregnant just to wear the T-shirt. <laughs> maybe. Listen to this guy. He gets so uncomfortable. What do you have, like a mental war going on in your head? You, you feel like you can't say a lady might be willing to get pregnant for the T-shirt? Be mature, Ty. Sorry. Maybe, though. But imagine, I mean, it also helps me, too, that I might be curious about the lady. And you know, I wonder how long, and I would be, those answers, it would make it life easier on me than to be an awkward about I it. I think when you see a pregnant lady, you just feel like you need to ask something about it. What I do when I see pregnant people, Ty, I don't even mention it. Oh, by the way, yeah, I was going to say, people call the show and they say, don't even talk to a lady about being pregnant if you don't know for sure. But this would be a billboard to say, oh, she is. You know, so we would never have that issue. Right. Because didn't just you say to somebody day. you thought? No, was that I've never. Uh, okay. Buddy, I don't say, if somebody's pregnant, I don't say nothing. <laughs> they can have a foot hanging out. I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> I don't acknowledge it because they want to be treated like a human being. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that's what we got to do. We got to get this prototype made. Let's do it. And if we know of anybody. Can we, can we quickly discuss the issue of charity, though? I would like to keep the money for myself. I think that you're, you don't have kids, you're not married, you have no expenses. Why wouldn't you just donate this to charity? Can what's the lowest amount we could donate to charity and call it for charity? Well, a lot of these charities, they use this language, which makes you think that they're, um, you know, being super generous, but they always say a part of the proceeds, mm -hmm. and you don't know what that part is. Is it 50? Is it 0.00001%? We'll say 1% of sales goes to charity. 1% of sales? Yes, Your the rest of it, sales. Ty, listen, well, whatever. The rest of it, Ty, goes into our pocketbooks. Daniel's Bar Tab Charity. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get this thing going because I think it could actually work. So look for a... Um... But the problem is if we, if we do this and then we become entrepreneurs, we won't do the show anymore. I don't think it's going to take off as much as that, but it might be a little bit extra. A car with it, maybe? So we'll, we'll see how this goes. So, Daniel, you're going to get this prototype worked up, and we'll find a lady if there's anybody with child that would like to uh, test and demonstrate this product that Daniel's come up with. Yeah, send, somebody send us a could message on Facebook. Volunteer to be our guana pig. Our what? Guana pig. Right. How do you pronounce it? You're a weird dude, man. <laughs> uh, hit us up, Tiger Daniel, T I G E and Daniel, on Facebook. Maybe you can be part of our, our system.
Maybe you can be trial. part of our system. Our trial, whatever it's called. <laughs> You're like the worst dude ever heard on the radio, Tig. <laughs> Thanks, man. Tiger Daniel, <laughs> T-I-G-E-N Daniel on Facebook. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning on a Friday morning, Daniel, to you. Good morning, Tig. My mom, Cheryl, wanting to come up for a visit. I've been looking at flights. By the way, flights have gone down recently because we're in that sweet spot in between the holidays and the summer where flights are, if you're looking to buy a flight, now's the time. Uh, my mom wants to come up. Guess how long she wants to stay. Um, see, now listen. For, see, for me, like when my mom comes, it's three days, but... Which is, you know, that's that's a good little zone to live in. You three think? three yeah. days ish or something. What is what is your mom saying? Fourteen days. <laughs> Two weeks. I said, Mama, <laughs> you have grandkids now. Yeah, I don't think she can stand to be away from my little nephews. Because one is six months old, one is two. Yeah, you don't have kids or anything. I would just be you and her for two weeks. Yes. Oh. I, I said, don't know about that said, one. Mom, how long do you want to come out? She goes, oh, about fourteen days. Now that doesn't bother me, because listen, I I'm also like a 60-year-old lady. Like, we enjoy the same things. Like, she comes up, me and her will go to, like, Cracker Barrel. We'll go to thrift stores. Mm -hmm. But two weeks is a long visit. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you have to hide before your mom gets there? No, not really. There's nothing in there that you would go, geez, I hope my mom doesn't see this. No, and even if she did see something, I don't think she would know what it was. When she comes to town, does she do your laundry and all that stuff? No, we hang out. We go to... Okay, so she, you're not having her, you know, to clean house and things like that. You're no, having her to no, enjoy her time. A, this is my mama. This okay. is not a maid. I took her last time we were in town. I took her to... That, what's that park by your house? That wood... Woodward? Woodland? Is it Woodward or Woodland? With the squirrels in it. Woodland, I think. Anyway, I took her there. We were feeding the squirrels, and it was a beautiful moment. Like, if you if you catch it on the right day and the weather's good, dear... What's the name of the park? There's a... There'd be like 50, 60 squirrels will come out, and you can feed them and we were doing that and my mom was actually putting her hand down there and the squirrels would come up and eat from her hand and it was this beautiful moment until one of the squirrels viciously bit her finger oh no then it bled for an hour that happened at woodward park woodward park yeah mm -hmm. so we do stuff like that i don't know Should I, maybe I, maybe i'll book a week two weeks a long visit are you flying around and stuff yeah, but I'm worried about her getting through the airport in Dallas. Uh, I don't know if you've ever flown into Dallas before, but that's an airport where you got to land. Then you got to take a train around right. the airport. So yes. I'll either, I think, like, maybe she's, at, maybe at this season of her life, it's the time where I can get one of those people to, to assist her. Yeah, like the um, the people in the uniforms that she should get on one of those go-karts or whatever they have. Golf yeah, those carts. carts, yeah. Yeah, get her on one of those babies. I, I saw that last time I was in Dallas at that airport. And those people drive those things about 20 miles per hour through the airport. And they do not care if you're in the way. They're real rude about it. I, I have to imagine they run over two to three people every day the it's way they go. It's got to be. With the millions of people that come through that airport every year, somebody's got to get run over by that thing, right? I think so. I mean, <laughs> so. Wait, get, you have an extra bedroom at your house. Why don't huh? she, she comes and visits for two weeks yeah. and stays in one of your spare rooms? I'm busy, man. What? Got a life to live. You're wrong for that. <laughs>